Welcome to the Figure Booth Podcast with Josh and Nate. Whether you're getting ready for that commute, that workout, or sitting at home relaxing, join us as we talk action figures and collecting them. Now let's start the show. Welcome back, guys, for another episode of the Figure Booth, episode seven, The Hunt. I'm your host, Josh, aka Prime to the First. Hey guys, welcome back. I am Nate, aka Figure Fan underscore Nate. Episode six, we made it. No, episode seven. Seven, we made it. Oops, I just <laughs> screwed that up. Oh my God. I'm thinking of six Fine. in my head, even though you just said seven. I said seven. Pay t- keep oh, Nate, you got notes. I, I provide you cliff notes, I provide you scripting. <laughs> All you have to do is read the teleprompter, sir. This is why you don't drink that. on the job. No, no, this is why I should not drink when I podcast. Yeah. And the good thing that we're practicing here, this is all practice before we take the show on the road and we do live shows and we start doing tours and, you know, all the merch comes out. Hoodies. We're not gonna, yeah, we're not going to announce where we're going. We're just going to kind of, it's like a pop-up podcast, yeah. right? Yeah, we're just going to pop up two guys on the side of the road. Hey, excuse me, sir. Can you not <laughs> solicit here, please? Yeah. Please we're going to have hoodies, pillows, blankets, just <laughs> everything. So we can... Yeah, we can lay on the street and podcast to the bystanders, and it's great. I was picturing we're going to be sitting down, but if you want to just lay down on the on the street, that's good. You know, too. Uh, I'm good uh, with any curb. With that. <laughs> we'll be showing up at your local malls. Uh, look out for our future dates: 2022, the figure booth on tour, hitting up your right next to uh, between a Cinnabon and an Orange Julius. Oh, that's perfect placement, actually. <laughs> yeah. I would pay premium for that. And then we can get into the discussion whether or not you think uh, Annie Anne's is part of the eatery or <laughs> it's its own entity type of thing. Hmm, that's an interesting discussion. <laughs> it's it's more of like, is that a snack or is that a meal? Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and I think that we'll, we'll save that for a future episode because I don't want to get all mall rats on you and, and go into how it is. It's, it's, it, it is a meal. Some, some do consider it a meal, especially when you get that free little sample cup that you can uh, refill all day long. Wow. That's a, I mean, I, I'm interested for that episode. <laughs> episode 10, the court. We'll yeah. Talk about the food court. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> nice. So for this episode, episode number seven, we're going to be, uh, we called it the hunt. We're going to be talking about some of the drops that's been uh, occurring and we've been seeing in the community. Um, everything from TMT drops and everyone's going out and looking for those. Um, G.I. Joe is always very popular. Uh, some Marvel Legends stuff that's continuously getting leaked. Um, some Mesco drops. And uh, let's see what else comes up. But we'll start out with those TMNT. I know you're a huge TMNT fan. So. Yeah, I mean, I love this topic, by the way, the hunt, because it's so explanatory of what it's like to be a toy collector. Not only is it fun to mess with toys and take toy photos or do whatever it is that you do with your figures, there's a whole other side to it, which is acquiring the figures, you know, and Sometimes that hunt is a real grind. Um, and sometimes people really enjoy the hunt. Yeah. And, you know, it becomes like this game, I think, with people. You see a lot of people in the community that hunt to sell. Yeah. Or they hunt to flex. Yeah. Or, you know, they're hunting because they're real collectors. But yeah. I think for me, it's, it's kind of a love-hate relationship with the hunt. I like hunting for figures, but I also really hate hunting for figures. Mm-hmm. Um, like you talked about the TMNT drops, we'll talk about those kind of first. Yeah, the NECA stuff being exclusive to Target. A lot of the times, I really hate it. Uh, I don't know if it's just Targets in my area, but um, the supply is really bad, like all the time. Like they get a lot of older stuff. You know, I see tons of old Freddies and yeah, you know the Michael Myers Halloween stuff. And, yep. Um, you know, the, the head knockers and the random, just, you know, wild stallions that are out there, you know, I see a lot of random stuff, but when it comes to new stuff, especially stuff that I care about, I rarely ever see it. Um, so like, you know, the, the new, the four pack for the turtles in the skies, Mm -hmm. I've gone, I've gone to multiple targets around me multiple times. I have yet to find them. It's getting to be one of those things where I'm almost about ready to give up because I just I can't stand hunting for them anymore. I just can't stand it. Yeah, those are pretty intense. Yeah. And a lot of the times, like with those hunts, you have to be there early. You know, you have to and I can't get there early because I have a job. You know, I usually have to wait until after work or maybe on the weekend. And that's probably the worst time to go hunting because they're already gone by then. 
but um, you know, if you, you try to help yourself, like one, one thing, you know, that I would suggest is maybe just talk to a local employee at a target, like, Hey, do you know when the NECA person normally comes? Uh, yeah. Because if, if anybody doesn't know the NECA stuff is not supplied, it's not uh, put on the shelves by target employees. It is put on the shelves by a NECA representative that goes to target with their own supply and fills up the shelves. So I, I think that's why there's so much inconsistency with that step specifically at target. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, and I, go oh, go ahead. I had originally just, you know, found that out by asking a target employee. I was just like, Hey, when's the next oh, time okay. you're going to get NECA? And they're like, Oh yeah, well that's not even us. So I couldn't really tell you, Yeah, but they come on Tuesday sometimes in the oh, early okay. in the morning, you know, and that's yeah. all I was really told. So that's helped me at least try to find some stuff, but I found maybe one set out of the five that I was really hunting for. And I had to yeah. rely on friends for the rest of it. Yeah. And, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm not onto the NECA TMNT stuff, just because they're so difficult to get. The only stuff I have acquired has been the movie stuff. And it's only either been through pre-order from like GameStop or through NECA itself. Um, but the animated stuff, the cartoon stuff, that's really popular. I think in my time that I've gone and tried to successfully look for other stuff and came across some NECA stuff, it's been first thing in the morning. Um, but I've only seen like one or two sets, you know, I got, I think I got lucky that one time where I came across a bunch of those cranks, but that was really like uh, something out of the a blue moon. Um, it's funny because one time I did show up early for some, it was either Joe's or legends. And only because the girl that stocks this toy aisle, she told me, she's like, Hey, tomorrow we're going to have like two Baroness. So, you know, get here like first thing in the morning. I'm like, okay. And by the time I got there, and I, I literally got that opening. There was already like three guys waiting in the aisles. And I'm like, I'm not going to get it. So I made my way towards the NECA section. And the NECA rep was there opening the box. And uh, this is when I found the metalhead. Nice. And there was two metalheads. And there it was me and some other guy. And uh, a, some random Target employee. She was like, oh, you guys can't look in that box. Everything's street dated. Yeah, you know, she's like not allowing us to go into the box. And then the NECA rep, she's like, no, that's fine. I told him. Because the guy asked her. He's like, hey, do you mind if we looked at this box? And the NECA, the NECA rep was like, yeah, feel free. That, that's the stuff I'm about to put out. So whatever's there, you guys can have it. And there was two metalheads. And that's when everyone was looking for that metalhead. And the guy looked at him. And he's like, hey, are, is that what you're looking for? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, all right, since there's two, one for you and one for me. And, I'm, I, and it was just the two of us. I thought that was the most like perfect way to go about it. I was like, cool. He could have easily took them both um, since he got to the box first. you know. And sometimes some collectors are like that. Like, I get to the box you're going to get leftovers. But he was like, hey, we can split whatever we find. Then there was two of everything, um, except for that metalhead. Well, the metalhead, there was two of the metalhead and then some of the other sets. There, I think it was like a Casey Jones set and some other stuff, but it, there was duplicate. It was two, so enough to split. But he was just after the metalhead. But I just, I found it so funny how the Target employee like almost attacked us. And she was like, you guys can't buy that stuff. It's street dated. And I'm like, what are you talking about? No, it's not. And she's like, no, yeah, you, you need to put it back in the box. And then the neck rep had, lady had to jump in and kind of, like, okay, it's, it's okay. I let them. I told them they can go through it. I'm going to put it on the shelves anyways. She's like, oh, I didn't know. And I'm like, just calm down. Yeah, back so, off, Target lady. This is back off. Yeah, this is NECA's supply. So, and you see some of that stuff, you know, you know, the the employees getting in on the NECA. Uh, this, you know, they're, they're, they're putting it out for the shelves and then the Target employees are snagging them before the customers. So there's just so much craziness that obviously NECA can only control so much. And I think that's why it's, it's a huge benefit when they just turn around and then throw it up on their site and do offer the pre-orders. You know, that's a much more yeah. better experience for those collectors. And it's too much of a stress for me. I'm like, man, I can't, cause I have so many, I mean, you're one of the many that out there, they're like, Hey, for us to enjoy this collection, we need the help of the whole community to be out on the look for us to be able to find these sets. Cause they are so difficult to find. Um, and I've only come across them two or three times. And sometimes like now that hunt, it's like, I'm out there hunting for, my fellow collectors where i'm like i'm not, it's not for me but uh, i'll hit up that i've been hitting up these two targets like crazy and the manager now knows me and he's like this guy again yeah oh it's josh again yeah we don't have him okay please leave um no i mean josh has helped me get uh, a few of the tmnt neck and stuff i think you got a metalhead for me yeah you got a you got a crank for me oh um, yeah mm -hmm. yeah so you've helped me out a couple of times so people like you in the community <clears throat> really awesome to find you know people that aren't trying to upsell yeah they're really just legitimately trying to help their friends um, but that's i think that's rare unfortunately especially with neca stuff because it is so valuable 
Yeah. Um, that, you know, as soon as somebody finds it, they just throw it up on eBay and they get double their profit for it or double what they spent. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been really hard for me to find the target stuff and going back to what you talked about, about, you know, target employees taking that NECA stock. There's that video that's been circling around all last week. Yeah. Basically shows exactly what you talked about. The NECA. That's insane. Yeah. The NECA representative is there. Um, there's a target employee basically waiting for them to stop shelf, uh, filling the shelves as they're putting three, three sets of the turtles in disguise. They have three different versions. The guy takes all three off the shelves and goes and gives them to the target employee. And then this yeah. lady walks up and she's like, Oh, I want one of those. Yeah. And you can see the target employees like really kind of annoyed by it. They're just like, all right, you sure you want one of these? Yeah. And he kind of holds it up and he gives it to her. Yeah. And then he, you know, takes the other two back and gives them to the target employee. So, you know, that I mean, if, if there's, if there's one store where that's going on, it's probably going on at multiple stores and I've got nothing against target employees. You know, if anybody's listened to us that works at target, I got total respect for you. I'm just saying there's probably people out there that are doing that because they know how valuable this stuff really is. If I could buy three of them myself and sell the other two on eBay, you know, I'm sure somebody's thinking, okay, I'll do that because yeah. now I work here. That's my benefit of being an employee, but you're abusing your privileges. Yeah. And for those listening, do that. Nate's dressed like a target employee right now. He's wearing a red shirt and khaki <laughs> pants. So that's probably, you're going to go undercover right now. I'm, I'm, you're, I'm listening to you telling me this about Target. And I'm like, wait, you look like a Target employee right now. It's Nate. my, it's my second you. job. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I've decided to be employed by Target so I can get the NECA exclusives. <laughs> whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Yeah, I will take the morning shift. Uh, whatever <laughs> is the early morning stock. Like I can work from 7.30 to 8.30. <laughs> yeah, specifically the toy section, please. Just the, I'm available for one hour. Oh, cool. We'll put you in the garden center at 5 a.m. No, 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 no. That's not what I wanted. Yeah, uh, but that's just a it's a sore spot for a lot of people. And when you see stuff like that hitting the web, and you know you see the videos of it, it just it's rage inducing. It just drives you nuts because I woke up early quite a few times. Yeah, as I'm waking up early to go hunt that day, I see that video, and I think I posted my story. Like when you wake up early to hunt figs and you see this, it triggered me. Yeah, it pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> but on the flip side, uh, Walmart seems to have much better stock of NECA from what I've seen. Oh, really? Yeah, so my like, Walmarts suck in my area. And it's just NECA stuff up here. I see the same stuff. Like, you know, I've, I've been seeing a lot of um, the, what I like to call, call the, the color, the color run Kong. It looks like you did like some type of color run and he's all covered <laughs> in paint. He's messing uh, with his mom's makeup. Yeah. I, the, I, that Kong. Um, and I've been seeing a bunch of back to the future stuff. Um, and it, it's the same 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 stuff I see at Target. I've been seeing at at Walmart, um, and every every ever so often when I just decide to go get uh, some milk or something random time of the day, that's when I'll come across something kind of harder to find. Just mm-hmm. I think a couple of weeks ago, I, I came across the Splinter and Shredder movie pack, and I'd never there I have never seen anything TMNT related at any of my WalMarts, and I think I have like three in my area that I barely visit. Um, just because it's always trash and they keep it like in the DVD section, but it's always yeah. just nothing but pops and the stuff's just always trash. So yeah, it's, it's rare for me to see any type of NECA stuff at any of my Walmarts. Um, but <clears throat> I don't know. It, um, it looks like they're going through some um, either restocking or changing because I haven't seen any of the Marvel legends that I've been seeing on everyone else's page, like the new stuff that's coming out for the new movies. Um, so, you know, even some of the new, uh, the Iron Man wave and uh, a lot of the images that were just shown on the Hasbro Pulse uh, fan fest that they just did, like you're seeing some of those already hit the shelves, which is crazy. Um, but up here where I'm at, it's the shelves are literally empty. My target just has pegs. They have, um, I think, the House of X and, it's, and, and Frogman. That's that's what's lingering on the pegs. <laughs> Frogman is becoming a peg warmer. As soon as you say that, I'm like, yep, every store I've gone to, I've seen at least a Frogman, which... I mean, he's a cool army builder yeah. and hopefully he gets the clearance because I'll pick him up when he gets the clearance. I'm waiting like for a, him to get to five bucks then I'll snag a couple of them. Yeah, it's like a turtle villain or something. That yeah. Cool. But yeah, you're talking about the Marvel Legends uh, Iron Man wave with Ursa Major, right? Yeah, Ursa and Major. Then and then the Shang-Chi wave. <clears throat> yep, those two waves, yeah. Yeah, those are kind of the hot ones right now. And you see some people that are getting the full waves of Ursa Major or finding the Shang-Chi yeah. stuff. And, but yeah, I'm like you, I... I, I see all the past waves. 
yeah, you know, I'm seeing a lot of the House <laughs> of X stuff right now. That's about all I'm seeing. Um, and then, yeah, Frogmen, lots of Frogmen. Yeah. And Peter B. Parker's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Peter B. Parker's chilling in my Walmart. And uh, Moria McTaggart, she's been sitting there for a good minute, too. She's, <laughs> she's starting to look like a Walmart employee. So, yeah. But eventually, I think with has, at least for me, for Marvel Legends, and I don't collect a lot of them. Yeah. I typically do see waves. They're just a little delayed in my area. Yeah. Like, I'm sure I'll see that Iron Man wave at some point, but probably yeah. for a month or so. Yeah. You know, so I'm not finding them as soon as they're hitting stores, but eventually I feel like I do. Yeah, they them. do. They, they pump them out enough where it does hit my dry Walmart and my trashy Target. So <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. the other one so, that I've been dropping is the J.I. Joe. And today I think they dropped um, uh, Firefly and uh, Cobra Viper on Hasbro Pulse. And it was first exclusively to Pulse members, which by the time us regular folks got to it, it was already sold out. And then they limit it to one per customer, which for an army builder, that doesn't make too much sense. You might as well just re repackage it and do it like you did with the Hydra. And yeah. people have better luck. I mean, come on, it's an army builder. You know what people want. Are you a are you a Hasbro Pulse Plus uh, member? No, I'm not. Mm -mm. Okay, yeah, me either. I think it's fifty dollars for the membership, which yeah, I feel like personally that seems a little steep. Although I'm not a Marvel Legends collector, so you know, not knocking anybody if you guys are a part of that, but you're really just getting first dibs on figures that are eventually going to be released to everyone, from what I yeah. understand. Uh, I mean, I could see myself. I, I I could see myself earlier. Like if you were to ask me two years ago, I probably would have jumped on it because I was heavily collecting Legends and wave yeah. after wave. That's and why yeah, I like because I know you're a big Legend or you used yeah, to be a big Legend. Yeah, player. and that's you know, it's I'm really starting to um thin out as far as when i go to the stores i don't it's like second thought for me to hit up the legends way the legends aisle and just see um right now i've been on this craze of trying to find these cheap raptors for like eight bucks at my target and i've been snagging those up just because now my kids really like them and for eight bucks why not right um but for my legends i've been super picky like i'll just pre-order the one figure like i think the last two two waves like the shang chi wave i'm not getting any of those the Iron Man wave, I like the classic one. And then that, uh, the mo modular Iron Man and Ultron were the only two that I pre-ordered. And then that was it. Everything else, they're, they're great figures, but I'm like, eh, it's, I'd rather save the 60 to 80 bucks that I would be spending on all the other waves, uh, all, all the other figures to make the bath and just drop it on a Mexico. Because to me, ultimately, I, I'm rather spend my money on a Mexico yeah. or a Storm Collectible or even maybe an import that's a little bit more higher end. I've been yeah. looking at a lot of third-party figures lately, so those are usually priced like eighty to hundred dollars. So, the modular yeah. Iron Man is that the classic-looking one? Yeah, that's the classic one from like the nineties. Uh, I was gonna say that'd probably be the one I would go after. Yeah, you know, if I was gonna get one, I like the Ultron too because he looks pretty awesome. Yep, you don't see a lot of Ultrons nowadays. No. Um, and then Ursa Major just seems like a really cool BAF. He does, big, yeah. Big I think eventually I'll pick him up, but the modular and the Ultron were for sure. And then I saw uh, Jay Hernandez's picture of that other Iron Man that has like a, <clears throat> he has like a Android, not not Android, but um, holographic head. Oh, yeah, yeah, the hologram yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, that one reminds me of like the arcade game with Captain America and the Avengers. It reminds me of that Iron Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good it's a good shout. Yeah. I haven't thought about that. Well, yeah, that in a while. Yeah. And then you have the stealth Iron Man, which makes me think of the, the Mezco. Yeah. Because uh, it very similar paint scheme and just design. Yeah. Um, you talked about G.I. Joe's. And, you know, if you guys remember episode number one, I went on a rant <laughs> about G.I. Joe's. I am not I am not really a G.I. Joe collector anymore just because I got so burnt out and trying to find them. And even, even when it comes to standard G.I. Joes, I'm not even talking about the Cobra Island crap. I'm just talking about a normal G.I. Joe. <laughs> Cobra Island crap. <laughs> well, That's really how much distaste that I have for those figures. Um, yeah, did you see that? Uh, what's major that? Major Blood, major blood going for like $10,000 on eBay. Yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. I think it got up to like 25 I don't know, 30 and then and then the listing ended and I got relisted again like the next day. So I'm like, what is going on? And it's because, you know, auctions, you can, as a buyer, and unfortunately a lot of people do this, is you can easily get out of an auction that you've won as a buyer. 
Oh, uh-huh. just say, Hey, this is a mistake, or I didn't mean to oh, bid on okay. this or, and they don't penalize you or anything. And then that seller is responsible for relisting it and trying to get somebody else. So I think oh. auctions are, if you see an option getting up to $10,000 for a GI Joe, you should probably just cancel that listing and make it a buy it now and put it at like a thousand. Yeah. You know, if you're really going to be scalping that thing and you feel like you can get 10 grand, but I feel like those people see the 10 grand bid and then they go back as, you know, from Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumbers, you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. You know, they want that money the greed gets to them. They're like, okay, let me do another auction. Somebody's going to buy this thing for $5,000. Maybe it's never going to happen. My friend, you might as well just take it off because people are messing with you. Yeah. You know, if that was me, I would just go in there and do a fake bid for like an extra $300. I know somebody's going to outbid me, right? but it's just going to drive that price up to make it even look more ridiculous. So back to GI Joe's, I don't ever see the standard ones in store. Yep. I've seen Roadblock a couple times uh, and yeah. that's about it. Um, you know, I got really lucky the first time that those waves hit. Uh huh. I think I found the whole first wave and I grabbed them, you know, and I was checking out those figures. I'm like, all right. And then Cobra Island happened. Couldn't find them anywhere. People wanted all this extra money. Yeah. Wave two hit. Couldn't find them. So I just decided, you know what? I'm done. I, yeah. No, I'm it's crazy. Searching for these. I've only places. seen two. And it was one of the wave first hit. I saw Roadblock and I was like, eh, I don't want Roadblock. So I want the classic. I, I wanted more because it was Roadblock from like the video game. And I'm like, I haven't even played it. I just wanted like, um, I think at that point, I just wanted Cobra Commander and uh, the Cobra Troopers. That's I just wanted to army build them. And the only one I ever saw in the store was the Cobra Commander, which I ended up getting. But everything else was through the friends out in the community looking out for me. That's how I got Baroness and some of the other ones. And then through Hasbro Pulse, just ordering. Like, I have Zartan and Flint and Lady J on order from Pulse. I don't know. Whenever they ship it, eventually, hopefully it gets here before Christmas. But I'll be the last one on the block to have them, which is fine. Because I'm like, again, I'm slowly getting whatever I can get through pre-order and it doesn't doesn't have me going into stores competing with everybody else um that's fine that's fine with me yeah and i mean it's great that you've been hooked up from the community i feel like one thing that really rubbed me the wrong way that gi joe's is they did so many exclusives so early on yeah that you felt like you're so far behind yeah the rest of the pack you know if you didn't find those five or six exclusives you kind of missed out on half the line oh yeah you know and you got baroness in there which is a key figure you've got firefly you've got Viper, you've got all these really cool, co- you know, those Cobra style enemies that if you're going to army build, you want those. And yeah. I just, I couldn't find them anywhere. So I just, it, I got so frustrated. It's crazy. My target, the the two or three pegs that they have dedicated for, for Joe's, the target that's closest to me for the last two years, it's been empty the whole time. Like, uh, yeah, I wasn't there first thing in the morning, but I'd get there like at 820 and there'd be nothing left over. And I was like, okay. Or you got six people waiting in the aisle. Yeah. Like, great. I got to fight all you guys. And And even like some of the new Star Wars that just hit yesterday, I went to my target. I think I got there like at 8.15 or so. And I just saw the box and it just said like wave nine. And they left the box from the pallet or whatnot on the shelf. And I was like, wow, someone just literally took the whole thing. Why even leave the box behind? Just so (laughs) the rest of us. Yeah. It's a slap in the face. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wanted that wave? It's gone. Yeah. The whole thing is gone. I was like, Mm -hmm. damn. And that's the thing, like it, people aren't just buying one and Target's not just saying, hey, one per customer, let's let yeah. everybody have them. Yeah. You know, they're, they're buying the entire box. Well, it could have been the Target employee named Nate for all yeah. I know. I mean, that's why I'm wearing the red shirt. I was yeah. just there. I bought the most recent Cobra Island. You know, that See, with the name tag says Gary. I'm like, oh, your name's not Gary. Come on. Come on, Gary. <laughs> yeah, you so, see that major blood on eBay? That one's mine. Yeah. Don't. Wise to, to word to the wise, don't be a Gary out there and snagging all the <laughs> figures for everybody. Nobody likes a Gary, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's the hunt, and that's the physical hunt, yeah. Right? So, I think you know, and I say this, they're more of the quote unquote lower budget figures, yeah. You, know, you got your Marvel yeah. Legends, you got your GI Joes, you got your even the TMNT stuff, even though that's a little higher priced, or NECA, you know, you're talking about maybe 30 bucks. Yeah, you're not talking about premium figures, which is yeah. nice um, because if if you don't want to collect the stuff that's maybe a little bit lower value, and you're looking at the stuff that's higher value like Mezco, Mayfest, yeah. Amazing Yamaguchi, Storm, whatever it yeah. is, SHF, anything over like a fifty dollar price point. Yeah, yeah, it's all readily available online. Right. But even with that, you know, 
you got to be careful that you don't just sleep on stuff. Cause yeah. I think a lot of you know, BBTS is one of those stores for me. That's like a catch all, you know, yeah. and it, it probably sounds horrible that I say that, but if I have any inkling of interest, I'll probably go to B- BBTS, just pre-order it, make it add to my pile of loot because it's a really safe bet. You yeah. Know? You, BBTS is very generous in the fact that they don't charge NRDs. Yeah. They let you put it in your pile of loot. And even if it's after it's in your pile of loot, you can still cancel it and get your money back. Oh, wow. Um, so, I mean, I've done that a couple of times, <laughs> but <laughs> I just started my pile of loot. And it's every time I check in, it's I'm adding more and more stuff. So I think I think for the cancellations, you have to do it within seven days of it going into your warehouse. Oh, OK. Otherwise, it's only store credit. Well, but even then, they offer you store credit. See, that's that's still a win in my book. Yeah, because you're going to buy something from there in the future. For I sure. think H- HLJ is very much the same for anybody that does, you know, Japanese figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, HLJ.com is a really great They offer great you store website. credit? They offer you store credit if you cancel it after, I think, 10 days. And within 10 one. days, they'll let you cancel it and get all your money back. Oh, cool. Um, and I usually you know, just do AmiAmi. AmiAmi is great, but AmiAmi really doesn't like cancellations. And if you do enough, you know, they'll... I think they'll eventually suspend your account. I don't know. I haven't done enough to get suspended, but I know that with canceling through them is quite a bit more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I canceled my comic Mayfex Spidey and I got an email saying, Hey, this is your one of three chances. Yeah. You got to, you get like a warning. I was like, damn, okay. You have to email them and you have to like say the reason why you're canceling and you got to submit a front and back photo. And I get it. You know, I'm surprised to be honest, I'm surprised BBTS is so lenient yeah. with their policy because that is extra stock that they're buying based on a pre-order number. Yeah. So, you know, if it says, hey, I need 5,000 uh, G.I. Joe Cobra Troopers, they're going to order 5,000 and probably more to have them in stock. So if half the people cancel, now they're stuck with 2,500 figures that they can't really move. Eventually, they're probably going to go on sale or if it's right. a hot figure, they might sell out at some point. Yeah. But like uh, Mezco Diabolic, for instance, yeah, that figure released three, four years ago. I don't, uh-huh. I don't even know at this point. Yeah, I think and so. They, they just sold out of the stock of it. We just saw it. I only know that because somebody in my Discord said, hey, BBTS is finally out of Diabolic. Wow. But that and took he a dropped, long time. On Amazon, he dropped for a good minute. He was like at 60 bucks. Right. And I'm, I remember I was debating on getting uh, a, few, a few of him. Um, I ended up picking one up, I think, for pretty cheap it was like maybe 65 shipped um he's a great figure and once i got him i was like oh I, I should get some more um yeah, but yeah. then other obviously again with the mesco drops more and more stuff uh kept coming out which was more enticing mm-hmm. and now he's back up i think on amazon like at regular price 80 bucks so everywhere else is, yeah yeah as soon as they sell out they start to go back up in price and i think a lot of people over the years have realized diabolics one of those really great base bodies to do kit bashes off of Yep. Because you can add clothes to it, or, you know, I made mine a uh, Snake Eyes figure. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. You know, there's, you know, I, if anybody doesn't know that really easy kit bash, if you have the G.I. Joe classified Snake Eyes, you can take off all these accessories and put it on the Diabolic without heating it up or anything. It's, it's oh, one nice. of the easiest customs I've ever done. Um, so, yeah. Now you're, a customi- now you're a customizer. So, last yeah. week you were painting, you're offering paint service with Sharpies. Sharpies. This week you're, you're customizing. And I'm not talking about the thin point shop, Sharpie. I'm talking about the fat tip Sharpie. So, I'll probably bleed the lines a little bit. Oh, man. It's going to be the worst paint job you've ever received. And I'm, I'm charging you 20 bucks for it. Those are going to be some googly eyes right there. Just to, yeah. Just flat fee of 20 bucks. I can't guarantee <laughs> what kind of you know what it's going to come oh, out man. as but i'll that's try my one. hardest that's all i can tell you and well that's one big old pupil it takes up half his face <laughs> <laughs> is that a pupil or is that a mole i don't yeah. really know i don't know what it is either i just decided to paint it in that's hilarious yeah. first customized but... sharpies for eyes you heard it here first folks so even though you get mezcos online yeah um, they can still sell out and they're still they can still be just as hard to find as a gi joe cobra island figure yeah um you know that's the risk i think you're seeing it more now with mezcos too is that even a standard mezco like a dr fate or a kg beast or an iron fist uh back in the days through the mezco collecting uh because i've been collecting mezco since the the dark knight return figure days so i've been there you know through the ups and downs but what i'm trying to say is back in the day 
I would not pre-order a lot of the standard releases because mm-hmm. they're so easy to find later on. And like you said, a lot of the times they would go on Amazon for like 60, 65 bucks. Yeah. So you might get lucky later on just by holding off. Yeah. That's totally flipped though. Yeah, it has. Uh, Amazon no longer sells Mezco's. I don't think that has a whole lot to do with what we're seeing now, but I think Mezco, instead of producing so much extra in production, they've realized let's just produce a smaller amount of figures to the people that really want them. And, you know, just by pre order numbers alone, and then we'll, you know, offer up something else later on if the wait list gets high enough, but we're not going to overproduce these figures again, like we have in the past and get stuck with all this extra stock, kind of like we're talking about BBTS. So they, yeah. I think they only sell enough for pre-orders and maybe a little bit more for comic shops and then they stop. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely true. Yeah, you're seeing KG Beast is, you can't find it anywhere for a good price. Iron Fist going yeah. up in price really quickly. Well, Gambit too. Gambit's going in price really quickly. Dr. Fate has already gone up in price because people can't find him anywhere. Yes. So if, if you're interested at all in a Mezco <clears throat> that drops, I recommend you pre-order it on some kind of site right away. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Cause you probably won't get it later on. Did you, did you get a Dr. Fate? I did get a Dr. Fate. Um, nice. I think I got it from Dorkside or maybe you had put me on that website, MightyPins.com. Oh, Mighty Pins. Yeah. It might be actually through them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. If, you know, I don't want to. He looks really good. I just. I like the character. I'm just not that big of a DC fan that I need a Dr. Fate in my collection. I was like, yeah. eh, like how many shots am I going to be able to do? One, do I even take enough shots? No, I don't. Two, like, where is he going to go in my collection? Most of my collections, like Batman and like Justice League, like the main core, the core, the core uh, characters, yeah. um, which now I'm just waiting for, for them to release that, that modern Wonder, Wonder Woman. Uh, which that's another figure i just looked for pre-orders sold out everywhere i locked that on, one in not on bbts on entertainment no, earth it's, it's not on dork side it's not on one stop it's nowhere yeah i got um, lucky on that that's gonna be another one that's hard to find yeah and that's um, and that's yep that's the thing you know to your point is i think some people are realizing that hey i, I just better lock all these pre-orders in because they're trying to guess which ones are the sleepers you know and mm-hmm. lately it's been nothing but fire that mesco has been dropping with the mesco this dr fate he looks incredible i was kind of like expecting more accessories or just maybe an extra head sculpt or i don't know it just looked a little bland but then the dr strange is kind of like that too one other dr strange is just a couple couple items but that px dr strange he's a really good one too mm-hmm. um so now they're not so readily available and i think it, it does kind of back up your point where the pre-orders are very limited where certain retailers are only allowed like x amount and they are being sold out um shorter instead of lasting a little bit longer yeah you're seeing it more and more nowadays um and i think dr fate for me you know i've become sort of a dc completionist now with my mezco stuff i have all the other ones so yeah okay if i get a new dc figure out there that i don't have any other version of i'll probably pick it up yeah even though I didn't get KGB, so what am I yeah. talking about? You know, yeah. that's Same. one that I missed. I didn't pre-order it because I was like, oh, I'll find it later. Yeah. Never found it again. And now he's like twice the price that he used to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, Mezco's, <laughs> it's a hunt in itself where if you don't pre-order it or if you don't get online, you know, the exclusive is its own stressful hunt. Yeah. Uh, Mezco sure. exclusives are one of the hardest things to get your hands on. Um, you got to be there as it drops. You got to be there early. You got to know what to search for. You got to have some buddies that are helping you. That's what we talked about last episode. If you guys aren't part of some kind of figure discord or maybe a Facebook group or something where there's a collection of collectors, you're kind of missing out on free information because there's, you know, shout out to the dork layer, Bill. Uh, if you guys aren't following him on Instagram, that guy is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to Mezco drops. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah, a lot of the stuff I haven't missed out on because of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You know, I've become pretty good friends with him over time. And that guy just knows everything about Mezco drops, usually before anybody else. Yes. So if you guys aren't following on Instagram, you know, go follow him because he'll probably give you a heads up on the next Mezco drop. Which he usually does, you know, on, on yeah. his IG page. He tries up. to share a yeah. lot of that info and he still gets haters like, oh, well. <laughs> This sucks. I didn't get one. It's like I think they confuse him with customer service. Yeah, he's not Mezco, everybody. So yeah. don't go complain to him. Um, you know, he might block you because he's got no tolerance for that shit. 
uh, yeah, I mean, speaking of dropping uh, Mesco dropping stuff, they they dropped Ultraman today. Yes, Ultraman. your thoughts on Ultraman? Uh, Ultraman's not one of those properties that I go crazy about. Yeah, um, I know it's got a huge following with the kaiju crowd. Yeah, um, you know, there's people that are have a lot of love for, for the kaiju's, and I know Ultraman's got its own history. Um, you know, it's, it was a huge show back in the day, uh, back in like the '70s or '80s. I don't know exactly yeah. when. Uh, I think like seventies, eighties. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's a really unique figure to add to the one twelve collective. I applaud Mezco for kind of going out of their realm right. a little bit, and I think it really follows well with that super, uh, not super um, five points release that we saw recently of Godzilla. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think they're trying to expand into the Toho stuff more yeah. and the Ultraman stuff, and um, I yeah. probably won't be personally getting it. Uh, even though Uh-oh. it comes with some really cool accessories, you get like actual building cutouts. What, what do you think there's going to be like? Are you going to be like a Dio cardboard piece or is that going to be like a plastic building? It thing? almost looks like it's like chunks of like almost like made out of plastic because it says breakaway buildings. Oh, that's so true, yeah. I'm guessing there's some there's probably like cracks or lines. That it's like a giant Lego piece where you just place them together or some sort. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, actually, you're right. If five breakaway buildings, so that yeah. comes with five different buildings that all can break away into different. I mean, listen to your advice. You might want to just pre-order it. Yeah, and like, just for the buildings alone, that's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, that you don't see any accessories like that ever. Props are props. Props are props. I think Mezco, <laughs> man, if they know the community, it's one thing about their accessories. Like yeah. You just you can't get accessories like that anywhere else. No. And they know that. And I think they try to provide stuff that's extremely unique just for their figures. And a little plane. And, th- and that's that's why with Dr. Fate, I was like, I'm not getting much. Like, you get a Gomez, True. you get like a tray. You get multiple trays of accessories where some of you're like, oh, my good goodness. It's so much. It's like a plethora of just weapons and little tiny grenades and these little knives and like eight hands. Like, it's crazy. So when I saw Dr. Fate, I was like, eh. but with this Ultraman, I'm on the fence. I don't think I'm going to get them, but I, I feel like I just want to pre-order them just to be safe because I have like a area dedicated to like all TV pop culture type of stuff where I have my space ghost. I have Robocop. I have, you know, some horror stuff, uh, Lino, and I think Ultra, and then my Godzilla and Kong from NECA, but then I think Ultraman would kind of go good in that shelf where it's just like, I didn't grow up with Ultraman, but I have two older brothers that were all about like kaiju stuff. So I remember seeing Ultraman on the TV when I was a little kid. Um, and, and being shown some of the, you know, old school movies and even being taken to like these film festivals where we're seeing Ultraman up on the big screen stuff. So I definitely remember that as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's more of a reason why I would get it. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm on the fence. I might just at the last minute pre-order it. It doesn't come out till like next year. Yeah, I think once people start getting those buildings in hand and they realize how useful they might be yeah. in toy shots or just for displays you know even if you could put them in your detolf if you want to display your ultraman you know fighting through some buildings that would be a cool thing so yeah it might be one of those releases that ends up being a sleeper hit where people aren't probably jumping on it a whole lot right now but yeah through time and once they start seeing people get it in hand they're like okay that's actually way cooler than I thought yeah it's gonna be now let me try to get one and that's the wrong time to be searching for a especially a if he's on, if he's on like on a gomez body or something where mm-hmm. he's super posable yeah it says it comes with light light up eyes and chest timer features yeah i wonder what that really means is that a chest i mean guys let me know in our comments is chest timer an attack from ultraman i don't know i think so if i remember i think he does something with where his chest and it like it tells him how much either right before he expands or or something it's something to do with this power okay i mean i was like i don't know four or five when i'd see it so i could totally be mixed up with something else I am so clueless when it comes to Ultraman. I don't yeah. really know anything about him. Um, he just reminds me of a Power Ranger. Yeah. Because he's like a normal-sized dude that can also become kaiju size. So he's like Ant-Man. He's kind of, yeah, he's like Ant-Man. There you go. Yeah. He doesn't have like a Megazord. It's just him. It's just, yeah, like, it's All just right, him. well, I'm big now, and I'm going to fight you. Yeah, and I think that's what the timer on his chest is like. Okay, you got 60 uh-huh. seconds to kick this guy's or this monster's butt before you, sh- you, you uh, get hit with the shrinkage. We all we're not you know you don't want to get hit with the shrinkage. <laughs> talking about cold water. <laughs> talking about Ultraman. <laughs> oh oh Ultraman okay, yeah that's shrinkage is never a good thing. Yeah, uh, but yeah Ultraman's cool. Um, 
you know, I think it's it definitely pre-ordered if you guys have any inkling of interest because it's going to dry up. It definitely will at some point. And then uh, tease Nate with them. You can make your some profit off of them. The there you problems. go. <laughs> hey, Nate, 200 bucks. Yeah. Ultraman. For All the right, building, just, just the building. Yeah, you want, you, I heard you one of these buildings in episode <laughs> seven of your podcast. How much are you willing to pay? You'll probably get me on that if you do that. Um, Mayfex, uh, Amazing Yamaguchi, um, Storm. Storm is one of those that you're seeing more and more nowadays. Yeah. They, once they dry up, that's it. Hard to find. Like that Bane. Um, I'm kicking myself yes. for never picking up that Bane because he's twice the price right now. Yeah, it's it's funny. Someone sent me some prices too, and they were looking for a Bane. It's crazy how much he shot up. Mm -hmm. And certain figures, like I would imagine the Lobo would have shot up by now, but he's not. He's he was actually on sale on Amazon for like ninety, which yeah. I keep debating on grabbing. It's just the scale. He's so freaking large. He's so, that's one thing that kept me away from that Bane. He's just yeah. way too big. But yeah, Lobo, Doomsday, and Darkseid are all still available through Bluefin or at BBTS. Bane's the only one that seems to have dried up so far. Man. But yeah, a lot of the Storm stuff, um, you see it a lot with Mortal Kombat, especially like the MK1 figures. This yeah. is going for like $400 on eBay right now. Um, it's insane how much they go for. So yeah. Storm's another one of those ones that you probably shouldn't sleep on it for too long yeah. because it might dry up uh, a lot quicker than you think. Yeah. Uh, Mayfex, I think Mayfex are pretty readily available. Mayfex is good about reissuing stuff. A lot of the times, if you miss out on Mayfix, there's a good chance that it might come out again. So that one's not, I don't think it's too bad. Yeah. Am Amazing Yamaguchi is one of those lines that seems to be um, drying up, you know, like the Amazing Yamaguchi Deku from My Hero Academia. Uh huh. That one's like 200 bucks and it was an $80 figure. Wow. The All Might's kind of the same way. Yeah. So I think it just really depends on the certain figure for Amazing Yamaguchi. And a lot of people, aren't really sold in that line you know, they still are a little bit afraid of it because it's different yeah but um it's a line that's for me uh, i've discovered more recently and i'm yeah. very 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 impressed with what they're doing um their yeah. figures are they move unlike anything else that i have in my collection yeah and i think the articulation really depends on the figure because the ones that didn't do it for me were the wolverine and the magneto which at that point i was really all about that because i had just picked up ultron Mm -hmm. from the avengers the, the the movie and it was really i was sold on it i was like oh this is awesome and i picked up wolverine and magneto thinking like a very Capcom versus marvel type of feel but the articulation is just very challenging it, to me it took the fun out of it then yeah. i picked up the iron man the iron man sold me on it again and then i picked up uh carnage carnage is really good and then war machine and all those those are stellar when it comes to that type of articulation because they hide it so very so so good you know um mm -hmm. But for me, the the Wolverine and Magneto, it was just a pain. The cape was a pain yeah, for Magneto. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it didn't do it for me. <clears throat> I wasn't a fan of the caped figures, like the Batman they did for Amazing Yamaguchi. Oh, yeah. I stayed uh -huh. away from it because I just didn't like the way the cape design looked. Yeah. It seemed like more of a chore to have to deal with. Yeah, like a Rubik's that, Cube kind of thing. Yeah, it's just, you really got to be specific about what you're, because they can move, you know, they can, they can you have to kind of just mess with it to really get an idea of what i'm talking about like yeah. josh knows because he has one but yeah um and i think they've become less complicated yeah at least that's what i've heard and that's why i think a lot of people are starting to like them more because yeah. that deku he can move really well and he didn't seem as complicated i could still get him in a neutral pose very easily okay which I, I heard with like the venom and the carnage it was hard to get him just in a neutral pose yeah, you know, just yeah, the carnage was, but if you put him in like in a crazy pose, which normally carnage is in the crazy, he 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 displays that very well. Yeah, um, yeah, I can definitely uh, get the the moves that you want. You just mm -hmm, might for sure mess with them a little bit more than your standard figure. All right, so we talked a lot about the hunt. Um, now we're going to talk about sort of a different kind of hunt, and that's yeah, like, like toy shows and conventions. Which yeah. I haven't been to a toy show or convention. In a long long time probably since sdcc of 2019 holy moly that's crazy it's been a long time for me yeah uh, mostly due to covid but yeah yeah i know recently you went to a toy show right yeah they've been you know opening up stuff uh more and more it seems like it in my area so we've had two toy shows in the last month which has been drawing out i think larger crowds than than the event planners uh anticipated the first one was like uh indoor slash outdoor um like toy swap slash just toy show 
And it, it, it there was a, a handful of vendors that I think the crowd was much larger than, than they anticipated. Um, Cause there was way more people there than the vendors. So if you didn't get there early enough, and usually I try not to get, I don't want to be the, the very first one there. Cause again, when I go to those type of shows, I'm not necessarily, a lot of times I, I'm not looking for like, Oh, I have this list because you, I, I don't know for, for my experiences, usually the prices are much higher. And unless you have really like a set list where you know that it's, you're going to find it at a show. And sometimes it's like, it's an older figure. I usually, when I go to shows, I don't look for brand new figures. I'm looking for something that's missing in my collection. And it depends on the figure. I know, okay, I'm going to have to overpay for, let's say it's a storm collectible, or I'm going to have to overpay if it's a Mesco. But in my area, when I go to these toy shows, I'm either looking for older figures, which could be Marvel legends, or it could be a very like, just, I'm looking for props. I've picked up a couple of props from select figures in the past, super cheap. Um, so usually for these toy shows, I either just show up like right after it's open. So the rush just kind of died out. Um, but this time I showed up and yeah, a lot, a lot of the, I would say good stuff was already taken. You can tell the vendors just kind of had like the leftovers. Um, there was just a lot of fodder. Um, prices were decent. Uh, the, but again, the crowds, it was just a lot of people to, to kind of put up with. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy. Sometimes like everything from like strollers and people with huge, huge bags. And it's just insane. Like that whole, I don't know, like even cosplay, like this one guy, he was in a cosplay of a fox and he was holding his fox head. And the one we were going down this aisle and it was kind of small. And the whole time, this freaking fox head just kept bumping me like on the shoulder. And I was like, dude, I'm about to like punch this fox head out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, it's <clears throat> cool to hear that it was so packed. I'm yeah. kind of surprised to be honest, because I've, I've, I kind of felt like when cons came back, people are probably going to be a little bit more hesitant in getting yeah. in big groups. Yeah. But maybe the vaccine being distributed so heavily right now is giving people a little more confidence. Yeah. Um, that know, and like, people hey, are I've, maybe just tired of being at home. True. Like, it's been a long time like, since we've all been at home. I'm dying to go back to some kind of toy show or convention. Yeah. And that was That's my like, thought too. Yeah. It's an experience in itself. You know, like you said, you, you not only have cosplayers, you've got different toy vendors you can find usually very rare items yeah. or hard to find stuff or just talk to other collectors you know it's a good yeah. way to meet people in community it's a good people that meet you know that might live close to you if it's a local convention that you may not have been aware of and yeah it's just a good way to socialize from a toy collector and i think other than instagram and you know having a group that you're a part of that's really the only way that we can talk to other collectors um yeah. you know because it's a small community outside of those social media channels um, and usually awesome. I pick, I try to focus on like picking up <clears throat> uh, like artist work because mm -hmm. usually it's a little bit harder and easier for, for, for acquiring that type of stuff. You can see their work right there. They usually have like a portfolio there with them, but I've, and I've encountered some really great artists out there that, and they're, and they're local, you know, I get to support them and stuff. So I try to pick up and keep an eye out for any artist tables and then just go and check out their work and just one, you want to be able to show that support to them. That way they can keep showing up, you know? It, it always kind of burns me when I see uh, artists with their tables out there and like, there's nobody yeah. checking out their stuff. Like at least check it out, talk with them, you know, just find out their process, whether it's like, I've, I've, I talked to uh, one guy who was like making these sketches and uh, he had some Marvel's Capcom stuff. <clears throat> and right next to him, there was like this other guy who would have made, who was making like dials out of like, um, well, he was making dials inside of old TVs like there were like TV VCR combos and he would make like a dial inside of those TVs. So it was just really cool. Um, and it's so funny. You start talking to him and next, you know, like another person shows up and then next, you know, like we had like this little crowd of just, you know, collectors and stuff. So I always enjoy that type of experience. Yeah. Even if you guys are interested in buying something, just, I mean, those people are dying just to talk about their art. Yeah. So yeah. just ask them a question like, Hey, you know, how did you get started or, yeah. What is this about? What's inspiring to you? You know, like, I think most people just love to kind of talk about their stuff. So you don't have to buy anything, but just tell the guy that you like what he's doing. You know, you like yeah. his art and you know, just have a quick conversation. I think those people would really appreciate it. Cause I feel the same way when you see all these people passing them by and passing them by and they're just kind of looking, you know, is anybody interested? Does yeah. anybody really care? Um, so yeah, try to give those guys a time of day if you can, especially if you're going to take the time out of your day to go to a toy show or a convention and for, and for the most part, you can usually, you can usually find something like I usually, 
out like with this guy, I walked away with a couple of pins that not only I liked, but then my kids like too. So we all got, he had like these little blind bag pins that he made, take them up. And even, I mean, I think, I think it was like eight bucks for the little bag of pins. It's like 20 pins or whatever, but you know, it's to me at the end of the day, it's like, he's putting in his time and it's not that much. Um, I'm, I would easily probably spend eight bucks, if not more at those type of events on food itself. So I'm like, I can support a fellow artist um, buying some something. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. What, what do you usually look for when you go to like cons or toy shows? Yeah, do you have so like a set list or like a set game plan? A lot of the cons, I do visit a lot of local ones, but the uh-huh. ones that I really get like prepped for are probably yeah. like SDCC. Yeah. Uh, Cause talk about a hunt. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm here complaining about not being able to find a GI Joe exclusive. You know, the toy hunt in stores is more of, is the product on the shelf? The toy hunt in a convention is more of like, am I going to get one? Because yeah. there's 200 people in line, yeah. you know, and with Mezco's, like, uh, if you go to the Mezco line the day that it opens, you're going to wait probably a good two and a half, maybe three hours before you're to the front of that line, you're able to purchase anything. So that is a, it's a hunt yeah. in itself, but you're getting first dibs. You're getting that figure before anyone, like before they ship them anything. Yeah. So I think for me, that's a lot of the enjoyment is that I'm getting these exclusive figures that I know I'm going to want. Nice. I get first dibs at them. I can go check it out in my hotel room that night. You know, I'm just like, wow, this is awesome. I got this thing in hand already. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a hunt in itself. I really enjoy that part of it. NECA. Um, one thing that's really cool about the, that convention is that those big name companies have these huge displays and they put a lot of time and effort into these displays to really show these figures off in their best light. And you're seeing stuff that you've never seen before. You know, you've got exclusive access to all of these right. new figures that are coming mm-hmm. And you get to see them in hand, not maybe not in hand, but you see them in person. Yeah. You know, you get to see what they're going to look like, how they're going to move. You know, um, even though we haven't had that over the last few years, I've really been dying to have that. Because, yeah, it's one thing to see it on Instagram. It's another thing to see it in person and see how big it is compared to your hand or, right. you know, to get an up close picture with your phone or something. Yeah. Um, I used to have a that's lot of cool. enjoyment doing that. So that's one thing I really look forward to when I go to conventions, just the new stuff. Nice. But I, I like talking to local artists. Um, I'm a comic book guy too. So yeah. I like going and get the exclusive comics or, uh, you know, I got to meet Greg Capullo and Zack Snyder. Oh, nice. Uh, that are the creators of Batman New 52 and a lot of other great DC material. And those guys are huge, like heroes of comic book writers for me and creators. So that's really fun. And, and just the community. Yeah. Uh, being able to meet local collectors, like I'm talking about before, like if anybody goes to SCCC, there's always like a toy photographers meetup where we have dinner together and just talk. And, you know, you're meeting people that you've, that are huge names in community, like Plastic Action, Nose Rain, yeah. Swift Picks. I mean, you name it. A lot of the big names that you see, you get to see these guys in person, you get to talk to them, you get to see who they really are. And it's just such a, it's such a treat. So that's yes. stuff I really look forward to. I can't that's wait. Awesome. I can't wait until SDCC or NYCC comes back. For sure. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully, as things progress and get better and better, you know, some be- we get to some type of uh, normalcy eventually. I think we're getting there. I think yeah. we're definitely going to get an SDCC in 2022 if we yeah, don't get one. Because sure. they kind of already announced that they're going to cancel SDCC for this year. And then they said something about November. I think they got a lot of pushback on that. So I think they might just stick with NYCC this year, yeah. which I hope, you know, fingers crossed, we actually yeah. get an NYCC. I just think, I think the best, it was bad timing for SDC for Thanksgiving weekend. Come on. like Right. Yeah. And they're kind of at that period where they had to start selling tickets. They had to start doing the hotel raffle. And that yeah. happens usually around January, February. So yeah. if they're not doing it by that point, they kind of have to just announce, okay, we're not doing it this yeah. year because we need all this time to plan, you know? So, yeah, I mean, uh, I think, in next year, we'll start seeing kind of cons come back in full force. For sure. Yeah. So that brings us to our next segment, Plastic Confessions for this week. Ooh, what, do you got, what do you got for us? For your plastic okay, so confessions? I've got a, a little bit better haul than I talked about last time. Okay. Um, so I've had way things. To, way, way to level up. I appreciate that. Level <laughs> up, Nate. Here in this part, we're going to talk about leveling up. Level up, yeah. level up, Nate. So level up your halls, buy more stuff than you need so that when you come to the episode, you've got at least six or seven things to talk about. Holy moly. No. Uh, so uh, 
like I talked about before, HLJ, um, yeah. they have that private warehouse. So I've been collecting. <laughs> you have your own private warehouse? Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. They create your own private warehouse at HLJ, just like the pile <laughs> of loot. Um, so the figures that I had in there were uh, Hush Superman. Nice. Uh, Mayfix Hush Superman. Mayfix Dark Knight Returns Battle Damage Batman. Uh-huh. And Amazing Yamaguchi Joker. So when I, once I got those three, I'm like, all right, I'm going to ship it. Holy moly. You got, Wow. Yeah, that's a. That's a pretty epic haul. It's a pretty amazing haul. So I got some really great. Amazing Yamaguchi haul. Amazing haul. Yep. So yeah, uh, I cracked open that Joker. Yeah, man, that thing is so cool. Wow. And it's it's a better, I feel like it's an easier articulated Joker. Yeah. And, you know, if anybody knows me, they know that I love Joker. And I've probably got at least six or seven Jokey figures already. Yeah. But I really can't say no to Joker. Um, so I had to get that. And it's, it just moves unlike any other Joker that I've messed with yeah and the crazy kind of wacky poses you can get with him and being able to pull it off of the rebel tech is is really cool so i'm very excited to play with him more uh the battle damage batman wow uh wow the, yeah the, the detail on that thing is insane uh, it looks so much better than i thought it would and i'm so happy that i stuck with that one and kept yeah. it because the ideas are starting to flow about what i can do with him now do you want to get the two pack yeah, I still want to get the two-pack yeah. specifically for yeah. Carrie Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going to get that two-pack uh, just so I can get Carrie Kelly. And I mean, just that the color on the suit is great. I love the cape. It has that really nice bright blue. Yep. And then the Hush Superman is just a really awesome, solid figure. It just looks amazing. It's a very yeah. comic-looking Superman. I know Mezco is going to make one, but it won't move like that Mayfex. Um, yeah. And I love the accessories that it comes yeah. with. Yeah. So. Awesome. Pretty happy with that haul this week. Nice. Um, what do you got? Myself, I did pick up a couple of things. Some were kind of repeats from the week prior. I ended up picking more of those Raptors, the Jurassic Park Amber Collection. I found um, at one of my targets for eight ninety nine. Um, so I, I ended up clearing the whole freaking peg. I say, did you clean them out, Josh? <clears throat> I did. I cleaned out the whole peg. Um, I picked up two for uh, Kevin, aka Toying Around. I'm gonna send him his two raptors and then it's funny the other two were for my daughter she wanted a set of raptors and i i said hey sure yeah i'll pick you up some raptors for eight bucks and when you're not using them i can use them and my future shots that i'll be taking i don't know when but they're they're coming i just know i need to army build these raptors so i picked up some more raptors um and then i got my um v toys blank bodies that i ordered from 5k toys Those super fast cool. shipping I ordered them and I think the that same night or even the next morning I already had my shipping notice and like two days later they showed up. So I got them on Monday or Tuesday. Um, but they articulate amazing. So ideas are flowing. They kind of remind me of like the thousand toys, the way they articulate. Yeah. Like very, very high level of articulation. Yeah. It's really and crazy the poses you can get them into. It's a cool blank body that you can use for really anything that you want. I think that's the cool thing about those toys is that yeah it's this blank people are like oh why would you want just a blank body but then you start yeah. thinking like i can add clothes to it yeah i can add some of my mezco accessories you know yep. if I'm not using something on a figure i can put it on this one you can really make it whatever you want um so I, i'm excited to see what you create out of those yeah um I'm, I'm i'm pumped i saw uh high school creations he picked one up and he's really the one that sold me on it because he threw on the mezco blade clothes on the blank body uh, fit really good and then he threw like a stormtrooper helmet on there so it looked crazy it looked like something out of like cyberpunk or something um <laughs> and i was like man that looks really cool and it took him well, a couple minutes to take the clothes off the mesco body threw it on to this one and the articulations so well so i was like okay i'm about to get some so i got two and i know when they first came out they're a little hard to get and acquire but right now v vk toys has them in stock so um i picked up two i think that's all i'm gonna get um and then the other crazy thing was my so-called uh, Immortal Hulk that Amazon lost just showed up, right, as we were getting ready to record this. So my nice. uh, Immortal Hulk showed up, my Marvel Select Immortal Hulk showed up, which is funny because uh, shout out to Darth Dundada. He, hooked me, he helped me acquire one after Amazon had lost my package and issued me a refund. So I'm hoping they didn't charge me for this. So that would be awesome if I uh, paid for one and, and received second one so we'll see what happens but yeah i have another one coming in from darth on should be getting here tomorrow um so yeah i'll have and that marvel select hulk is amazing it's just it's crazy 
Yeah, it's becoming really highly sought after. A lot of the normal stores that I've looked at don't have them anymore. Um, yeah. So that's cool that you got one. And shout out to Darthon.Indeed. Um, he's a great friend, Sharif. Um, he makes some amazing toy art. He's also a dial builder. He does his own stuff. So check out Darthon.Indeed if you haven't already. He's a really great, great guy. Oh, yeah. He definitely came through. Um, and that, that that was pretty much it. That's, that's awesome. all I have for this week. That's a solid week of plastic inventions. So. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to make this more of a normal segment too. Nasty Nate's Dirty Tricks. <laughs> Here we so go. Last week, we kind of got like a three for, you know, I went back. I'm like, man, I should have saved some of those for another episode. So I'm going to stick to just one trick this time. And this one seems more of like an obvious one, but I think a lot of people don't really do this a whole lot. Yeah. Have a friend that will give you an honest opinion on your shot. Yeah. Uh, don't find a friend that's just going to be like, yeah, that's awesome every single time. Yeah, that's great. Looks awesome. Very cool. You know, like you want some detailed feedback. Yeah. Hey, I don't like his arm or his posing looks a little funny. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, I see what you're going for here, but I don't know if you quite got it yet. You know, that's, that's the kind of feedback I need. Josh is really one of my go-tos. <laughs> Whether you want I, it or not, sometimes I'm too blunt. <laughs> that's what I want though. Yeah. You know, I won't ever get offended because that's really what I'm asking for. Yeah. You know, cause you get, I think as a toy photographer, you, you work on some shots so much and it, yeah. sometimes it can, you can take like a hundred photos of just one scene and you start, I almost I feel like I'm getting lost in my own head. Like, is this really good? Do I need to switch this up? Yeah. Do I like where I'm going? So I'll find one shot that I'm, you know, happy with. I'll do some editing, you know, send it over to Josh. Be like, hey, what do you think? Yeah. And he'll either tell me this looks great or, you know, this, I might change up a couple of things here and you might make this better. Yeah. But that's what you want. You know, Toys for Life, Niels, uh, Toys for Life 88. He's another one of my guys that I go to. Uh, Sir Chappy 13. Uh, Cody, he's another guy that I go to. I have like multiple, probably about yeah. three or four close friends that I'll shoot a photo to just to get their ideas. And sometimes I'll ask my wife or I'll ask a friend that's not in toy photography. Yeah. Like, hey, if you saw this in my feed, what would you think of it? Yeah. You know, oh, that's like, awesome. Why are you playing with toys? No. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> is this an action figure? Like, yeah. get, get a life, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my trick for the week is... Uh, yeah, no, that's is, an awesome one. Have a friend, maybe a couple friends that will give you honest feedback and not lie to you about it. And, you know, they're going to be you don't want somebody to be like, yeah, this is really shitty. Yeah. Yeah. You want yeah. somebody that's going to be like, Hey, I like this, but you know, right. Somebody that's going to give you some constructive criticism. Somebody you have a close <laughs> relationship that you're not going to get offended with what they say. Yeah. Um, there's, I think there's a fine line to walk with one asking for that type of feedback. You got to feel comfortable and whatever yes. happens, you know, whatever, whether you're going to say, Hey, I love it. Or, uh, I know where you're going with this, but maybe do these type of tweaks. And it's always hard to ask yeah. for that because one, as, one asking for feedback you're making yourself vulnerable right and you're gonna be like hey critique me and the person giving the critique they're be like well how hard how hard do you want it do you want me to yeah come down hard on you or right. do you want me just to kind of like oh yeah it looks great and then that's just like that i hate that type of bs feedback like don't just tell me it's great i don't you know uh i don't i don't need hot air i i actually want to see if i can improve on the on the craft right whether it's the shot or whatever I'm doing so yeah when you send me those pictures i try to at first i'm like oh this is killer but then i have to take a step back i'm like all right wait he's asking me to critique it so yes it's a good shot but let me look for the mm -hmm. opportunity what could he do something better or can he not and i try to take a moment and it, that's i think that's the hard part for us that are being asked take a moment to really look at the picture and like go through your process check the lighting out do you like the focus the in-depth i think there's been a couple of times where we've gone back and forth where i'm like hey oh, yeah. i like where it's going but can you make it, I don't know, make, make the background blurry or change mm -hmm. you know, the focus on this. And then we, you know, when you do those and sometimes you, you take that or sometimes you take that and then even take that criticism a step, a step further. further. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you change like the cropping and then you send it back. I'm like, Oh, that's even better. Like now yeah. the picture's a thousand times better. So yeah, that's awesome. I think some people don't want to hear like, Hey, this is <clears> up to par yet. And yeah. it's not like your friends being mean to you. I think they're yeah. just trying to like, for me, I want to post the, best quality right. stuff that i possibly can yeah so if i can get some feedback from josh and he tells me that my leg pose looks a little off yeah 
I'll, I'll go take the effort to change up the pose, even though that might be a pain in the ass. Yeah. And then I might end up with a shot that I like even more because it makes me yeah. kind of rethink how I'm approaching it. You know, take a second to step yeah. away. Think about what your friend's telling you. Yeah. And reshoot it. And, you know, if you're going to ask a friend, maybe don't ask the most popular guy that you know. You know, <laughs> don't go shoot Thanks. plastic action. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, you know, if you're... <laughs> God, that came out horrible. I just mean like I think I want to get all these DMs. They're like, "Hey, you're the unpopular guy, so <laughs> review my picture." You're a good I'm friend, like, so me, I know. Hold on, you're... let me unfriend you and block you real quick. That's hilarious. No, Josh I get what you're a good saying. friend, so he's always yeah. looking for my DMs. That's not what I mean. I just mean like, if you don't really know Plastic Action very well, like Jax, yeah. that guy has like sixty thousand followers. Yeah, yeah. He probably gets a hundred DMs a day. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe you're not going to get the best response from him just because he's so busy. Yeah, that's true. Try to stay within your circle. Go with somebody that you know. Go with someone that you guys talk to on a regular basis. Yeah. Because that's another thing. You got to have some kind of relationship before you start asking for some feedback. Oh, yeah. To know who you are as a person. Yeah. Know? Yeah. If there's no rapport there, it's going to be a little weird. Exactly. Just, you're shooting out, you know, a picture to like somebody who has an account of 60,000 followers. They're like, uh, we've probably had two interactions. And if that yeah, exactly. the other person on this with the big account is not going to remember every single interaction, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be a little bit, a little, and the feedback's not going to be as great because they may just say, Hey, great work. Yeah. 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 And be respectful of your friend's time. You know, if you're trying to post that at eight o'clock, don't send it to him <laughs> at seven forty-five and be like, Hey, I need feedback now. Yeah. Now. Jerk. Yeah. Don't do that. You know, give it, give them at least a day, maybe a couple hours. Or send me like 10 pictures that I got two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about all these? I need feedback now. Yeah. I need them before 8 a.m. on my desk. Thanks. Yeah. So that's my dirty trick for the week. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so that's going to be our episode for uh, this week. And a, a quick preview of next week's episode. Uh, we're going to be looking at our first quarter top 10 figs. I think there's been so much. That's there been dropping been in the last three months. Um, it doesn't even feel like it's been a, a year of, like, I don't even know where 2020 went. I'm like, what happened to, you know, there was, it didn't feel like everyone's doing a top 10 list. And if they did, they did it differently. There were so many lists going around. And by the end of the year, we always forget. So I think uh, for next week's episode, we're going to be focused on just first quarter top 10 figs. Um, and then, you know, we'll bring, as always, some additional stuff that we can talk about. Um, but as always, thank you guys for listening to us. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, Prime to the First. Yeah, huge thanks again, guys, to everybody that uh, listened to our last episode and all the DMs and the shares. And I mean, that stuff continues sure. to amaze us every time we get some kind of personal message. So huge thanks to all of you. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at figurefan underscore Nate. Uh, I do have a Facebook account, even though I'm not on there a whole lot. I'm trying to get better about being on Facebook, and I'm also on TikTok. Thank you, guys. And once again, you guys have been listening to The Figure Booth.